Thanks for listening to the Gateway Live podcast, a collection of recent sermons, teaching, and inspirational content brought to you by Gateway Church of Upstate New York. Visit our website at gatewaylive.org for more information. Now, here's today's message. I was, you know, obviously thinking about what I was going to talk about as, as Joel was talking. It was kind of like, you ever, you ever have somebody start, you know, like sometimes when I'm count, uh, opening the safe or if you're trying to count and somebody comes up and they're like, seven, eight, ten, four, three, you know. <laughs> you know, I was like, part, part of me is like, oh, you know, he's trying to, you know, gather my thoughts as, as Joel so, so eloquently delivered his message. And it's an honor to share this platform today with, with two, of my, two of my brothers. And, um, uh, but anyway... The, the good thing is, is there's, when, when, God, when God, ta- God has control of this service, um, and, and he's going we- to weave this together. So there, there, it's interesting. There's, there's a couple um, common thoughts uh, that I want to touch on. And uh, he, Joel spoke about treasure, um, is, is one of them. And uh, <clears throat> so I'm, I'm going to mention a different kind of treasure. And the other thing... Uh, that he mentioned was, um, he said something to the effect of our problems being small uh, in comparison. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna put the word magnifying to that. Um, so just real quick, Lord Jesus, thank you, Lord, for for just the opportunity to speak to your people, Lord. I just pray that you would bless the remainder of this service, bless my my words, Lord, that they would they would just they would be seeds that find good soil, and I just thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. So, um, God is God is very good. Um, Joel spoke about treasure. Um, another kind of treasure that I want to talk about. Uh, God, God speaks of treasure in earthen vessels, which I do believe is us. Um. The, there's another scripture, which, and this is one that came to me, I didn't, ha- I didn't give that to you guys, but uh, the Bible talks about laying up treasure in heaven where moth and rust don't corrupt, and that treasure is faith, okay? And uh, faith is another thing that you can, that, that translates to value in the kingdom of God, just like, just like we are valuable to the kingdom of God and to him. Um, does anybody here get anxious? Okay, or anxiety. I, I, I have what sometime I call Lena and I call busy brain. Um, you know, it's it's uh, sometimes I find it. The Bible talks about a terror that by night. Um, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just a state of like middle consciousness sometimes that is bef- on your when you're trying to sleep or maybe when you're waking up in the morning that it it hits you the worst. And uh sometimes just getting into the day and and attacking your tasks or whatever for the day sort of it dissipates once you have purpose for the day. But um it's interesting how that works. But um so so you know, I, I, I do struggle with that, and I, I think the enemy already knows. So me putting words to this, I'm not worried he's going to try to use it against me or, ooh, uh, there's something I can use against him. I don't, he already knows, you know, but, but I do struggle with that sometimes. And uh, 
so anyway, let's, so one of the scriptures I gave to them back there was uh, the book of Philippians. And uh, Ch Philippians chapter 4 is, um, I believe it's, it's actually the last chapter of Philippians. He sort of, you know, a lot of those uh, epistles are sort of letter, are they, not sort of, they are letters to specific churches, um, just, just such, as, such as we are. Um, Paul was an apostle writing to a church, or I'm sorry, that was written by Paul, I believe. Sorry, I'm looking at Pastor. But, um, I'm, uh, so he, he's sort of wrapping up his letter, you know, in chapter 4. And, um, you know, he's greeting uh, a couple different people at the church. And then in chapter, in verse four, um, chapter 4, verse 5, he says, Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. That's Philippians 4, 5 through 7. Um, you know, I don't know about you, I think, I think about anxiety, and I, I sometimes I stress about that, but... I don't, I don't claim for this to be the official, official definition of anxiety, but basically what it is when you're anxious about something that's seemingly out of your control is you're attempting to take some kind of control of the situation by worrying really hard about it. You know, you're, you think you're doing something by, like, worrying about it, which if, if you've ever done that, like I have, all it does is raise your blood pressure, it makes you stressed, it robs you of peace, it robs you of sleep in the moment, and that's not good. <laughs> um, and a lot of times it's because, and we're going to come, come to the word magnify, I think, it, when we use the word magnify, what anyone, I mean, when we say magnify the Lord, you know what? What is that? A, is, what's, a, what's that? A sin? What's a synonym for that? As far as in our Christianese, magnifying the Lord, glorify. glorify okay, glorify. Okay, yep. I mean, I've kind of always when we say magnify the Lord, a lot of times I think, am I the only one that sort of thinks of it as, oh, let's praise God, like like we were magnifying the Lord here this morning, but. Scott, I just heard you say it, and maybe somebody else said it. When, uh, when, when you see people around you doing things that you're like, man, I don't know how they could do that, or how are they doing that, or whatever. It's not that. Uh, it's not that those people don't have problems or that those people are somehow gifted with superhuman strength. But maybe, just maybe, those people have learned to magnify God and to make him bigger than the fears and the struggles and the things that they're facing, okay? Um, not sure if Joel or I would be accused of making this look easy, because it's not, if, if you don't do it that often. But I, I know that God, just like David, when he talked about, he was just like, Oh, yeah, Goliath, I'll, I can take that guy. Um, and just side note, I saw a, a, a reel or a TikTok or whatever it was of a guy actually using a sling 
like an actual sling. It's not some little thing, you know, like a, like a little pebble. It's like this thing where this guy, it's like this long strap where he's like, he does this whole like, you know, like it's a body mechanic thing where, where it's like this guy, like it's impressive. It would take down, I could see how it take down a giant, but something insurmountable came up to him and he's like, oh, Goliath. Okay, well, bear, lion, that's, I've already done that, okay? And so he, he knew from past experience that God, that his faith in God, now the first time he took down a bear or lion, that was probably scarier because at, at some point, you know, he probably had to step up from squirrel to wombat to honey badger to, you know, I don't know, you know. But once he got to, like, apex-level predator, it was like, okay, Goliath is, you know, I don't know if he's scarier than a lion or whatever, you know. Um, he obviously could use psychological warfare against him. I'm going to feed your flesh, you know, as opposed to just, you know. Anywho, um, God is bigger. It, you learn to know that God is bigger than what you're facing because of past experience. Well, uh, that doesn't really, but if, if you're an outsider, you look at that, you look at somebody like David, and you're probably like, if you're, if you're just somebody who's new to faith, or maybe you're somebody that's young, you know, and you don't have life experience or whatever, like you look at that, and you're like, how did in the world, are they doing that? How did they get there? And it's like you're just seeing, you're seeing years of progression in one little snapshot. And there's a lot that went into that. There's been a lot of storing up. And that's kind of where I want to get to treasure, okay? Another kind of treasure. Um, the Bible, uh, there's, uh, there's parables well, and let me read this. Uh, Philippians 4 and, 8, 4, 8 and 9 continues that, that scripture. It says, Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there's any excellence, there's, if there's anything worthy of praise, think about these things. What would you have learned and received and heard in me and practice these things and let the God of peace be with you? Peace is something that goes hand in hand with faith. And that peace comes from having a storehouse of faith. There's, there's a, there's a um, uh, what's, what's the Dave Ramsey terminology? Pay now, play later. There's a lot of, uh, no, 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 that's not it. No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, hold on, wow. I don't think that's it at all. Um, <laughs> it's it's lit. It's he, he says live and give like no one else. You can okay. Will please help me here. <laughs> um, it's it's de, the principle is deferred gratification. Okay. It, too many times. Oh, pastor's leaning forward. Um, <laughs> I have it now. <laughs> Ten minutes, I'll be like, I'm just getting started. Um, God, uh, 
shoot, now I lost my train of thought. Um, our, our faith, deferred gratification, our faith so often, our faith journey is, it's, it's very rare that in walking and living for the Lord that there are moments where, especially when we come here, where God, he, you pray and you, you need something and he gives you that manna in the moment, okay? And, and sometimes coming here to, for a service is like manna. It's, it's what we need for the day. But manna couldn't be stored up, okay? Manna was provision for the day. But the manna in, in our lives... The manna is, is, goes in, there's a strong correlation between knowing that God is going to provide the manna and the faith that God's going to provide that manna is, that's what we can store up, okay? Um, the Bible talks about, there's, there's many um, scriptures, uh, there's a parable of the, of the ten virgins, the five foolish, the five wise. There was a principle of having stored up oil. And there was, there was some that, that, that didn't have it, and they were like, oh, no, you know, here comes the bridegroom. Um, and there wasn't time to build that up. But the deferred gratification of living in the moment, you know, like Esau was, was a, an unfortunate example of somebody who wanted to consume now what he should have valued in the future, even though he wasn't going to die, but he, he was like, being very dramatic. Oh no, I need something to eat right now. Um, but had he just took a little bit step back and he would have seen that God had something bigger and greater for him if he would just defer that little bit of a hunger pang. You know, some of us that did the three-day fast, you know, know, know what that's like, okay? Um, the, the foolish virgins, the, the lamp, the, those, the ones that had full lamps I guarantee, I, I don't know this for sure, but, you know, the process of filling those lamps and keeping them full was, was not just like, oh, they just happened to go to the store the day before. I feel, and I'm, I am taking a little bit of liberty here, but I feel like that was a process of keeping it full and not running on E all the time, okay? And it's very rare that you need... Let me back out of that. So, you know, we lost our dear brother Steve, and uh, uh, that that hurt, you know, and that and that for, for different ones of us, obviously, starting with you, April, um, and back from there, you know, depending on how how close you were to him, and and the, to to a large part, if you were close to someone who was close to him, it hurts because you. You hurt when people you love are hurting. So, so that, that has been a part of our, our fellowship here over the past month of just, just you know, living through that. And, um, but you know what? That destroys a lot of people. Something like this has destroyed probably more people than have weathered it. And it's because those people, you know, when you're going to go into a famine or, or into some sort of a big tribulation, sometimes, you know, man, the manna was a story, okay? But there's going to be that, that God was using to teach us something. But he, his intent, the manna was for a time. That wasn't meant, we weren't li- meant to live 
by like just waking up every day and like, oh, you know, I haven't, I haven't learned to start storing up, okay? God is that for us, but he, I don't think we were meant to live that way, okay? And so he, he teaches us, and hope, hopefully some of us are paying attention to, to start to store up some treasure, to start dumping a little oil in there, because doubtful that any of us could foresee some of the tragedy that occurs in our life, okay? But wisdom that, that God brings to us teaches us that even though we want, to, we want something that feels good or that, that, that is nice in the moment, more importantly, we should be making small deposits and, and, and into our reserves of faith because uh, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when, okay? And, and I, you know, I, lo- I love how, uh, uh, I, th- I believe it's in uh, the book of Job where, where uh, uh, and again, I did, this wasn't a part of my preparation, but I, I, I don't know if, if Hopefully you're familiar enough with it, but but uh, I believe Job was like this very faithful man that there was not very many of him, or maybe he was the only one, but but uh, I think the devil was basically just railing on God and saying, you know, there's nobody, whatever, that's, you know, at any rate, the, the culmination of that was God saying to uh to the devil, have you considered my servant Job? And that's because Job was an, a, an example of faithfulness and trust in God. And um, so anyway, I, you know, April, I, I, I know in that hall of faith that, I, you know, and, and I, I know that you're going to be somebody that God points to and says, have you considered my servant April? Because, you know, and, and, I, and I hope, I know that different ones of us have been in those positions, okay? But it's it's because it's because there there was some storing. There was a period of laying up. There was a period of storage and deferred gratification, not wanting to do the thing that felt good right now, but was consumed in the moment, and there was nothing left. Okay, Th- this church, it's okay if it's a hospital or a soup kitchen spiritually. For for some of you, but that's not intended to be that every week, year after year. And thank God, there's grace if if that's where you are and that's what you've been. But God wants you to step back and and into into to just have that maturity. If 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 you if that's where you are and you come into a tragedy, I hope that you know enough to come to us so we can help you through that but God's intention is not for you to find yourself in your next tragedy and now you're also without faith and without anything and we're and this don't don't please don't let this sound unmerciful but God God wants us to I, if if you are that person I I think that's where the Bible doesn't mince words and it calls those 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 uh virgins foolish because they you know, that, that was probably the first time it really mattered, but there was probably other situations where they had found themselves lacking, okay? And so that's something we can treasure, we can lay up, is, is our faith. And that's what we need to get through situations. 
and, and, and God has just proven himself over and over again. But the more you, at some point, you have to take a little step and try him. He, God typically doesn't give you a really big test at first, but he does often give you, especially if you pray, if you start, if you start in a place of not, everybody comes to him when they, when they need him, but, and that's where the, the soup kitchen or the manna mentality, you know, there's, um, the manna situation is, is when you, when you really, when you have nothing, you have no, 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 um, uh, history, I guess, of, of trusting God. You're, you're a new Christian, perhaps. He will get you through that time, but he wants you to learn to start storing up. And, and if, you're, if you're young, if you're new, if you're somebody who just keeps, you know, you get yourself in a hole, but rather than digging out, you start digging deeper because you are trying to find rock bottom more than you have somehow. But, but the, the way you do that is, I know the bottle... T- Bottle. The Bible talks about being imitators of faith, um, following those who follow Christ. There's so many people here that have learned to store up faith, store up tr- that treasure, and um, I would, I would just encourage you take advantage of the wisdom and the and the 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 storehouse, the reserves that are here. Because it's, it's here, and, and we'll let you borrow some, but God wants you to store that up. And I, I just, I'm just so thankful to be able to I'm just so thankful to be able to share in a place that has so much of that stored up. It, it's, it's really an amazing thing. That, that's why uh, people come here sometimes and they're like, man, this is what's happening here? You're seeing, or what is this, that intangible? There's, I know, and I know we're not the only body that has this, but we are one of them, and, God, and there's just such a, a, a wealth here of, of, of storehouse of faith that, that God has given us, many of us, wisdom, and we want to help you to do that. And magnifying the Lord, making, you know, taking little opportunity, trust him in small things, and, and, and then when the big thing comes, you're going to have that. There's so many instances in the Bible of that, the cruise of oil, the, 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 the woman that had the cruise of oil in the, in, the, in the little bit of flour, her faith, that wasn't day one of faith for her, I guarantee it. For her to be able to be obedient to that, uh, I think it was, was it Elisha? That was not day one for her. That was, she already knew throughout her life, that when the prophet said, do this big thing that seemed like a really big deal, she just obeyed, and, it, and, and that, that was not her drawing on, that wasn't her first Sunday at church, I, I, I can assure you, but watch us. If somebody has something you want, do, you don't take it from them, you, that's the way of the world, to covet it or whatever, you model yourself after them, see what they're doing, see how they live their life. And I, God will, God will get you there and you will become the person that people can lean on in those times of, of trial. And so I'm just thankful to be, a, just to be a part of what God is doing to be, I just, I'm just, I'm just thankful that God has given me enough wisdom to, to begin to have that longer view of things. And, and this is a great place. Get, get connected, stay plugged in. 
if you're not sure how you even, how you even start that, and you can stand, and, and I'll hand this back to the pastor here in a minute, but God wants you to take you from the place where you're like, how do I even start to do that? How do I even start to grow in faith? How do I start to build that silo or that barn? That's not a place for our earthly treasures. That's a place for our faith. And he wants, if you have never taken a step of faith and said, Lord, I, I want to start this journey. I want you to be, my, to be the Lord of my life. That's where you start. Nothing starts without a, t- a turn, a repentance. And then he, he, he'll fill you with the Spirit. He'll, he'll, he'll wash your sins away in Jesus' name in the, in, the blood, in the waters of baptism. But you have to start. That's, that's you know, that's, you know, people are looking at me or, or what do I, you know what I mean? There's, there's always going to be some step of faith, but I promise you it'll be rewarded. Thanks for listening to this week's message. Be sure and subscribe to the podcast to be notified when new messages are released. And remember to visit gatewaylive.org for more information.